Friday night, 11.14 p.m. in the East. It's time for Mix Minus. I'm Daniel Brewer. I don't do this show alone. I deal with my good buddy Adam Burns from Arkansas. Hello, Adam. How are you? I was thinking if I stopped the stream and then restarted it, that you would have a clean copy of the beginning. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Why would I need a clean copy of well, the, the beginning? I don't remember which one you're using. I for, use mine. For, for level 13. Level 13. Yeah. Oh, I level see. We, so we're, we're not even done with the intro to the show, and we're already doing an ad for our behind-the-scenes club. You know what, Adam? Let's, let's slow our roll here. As our the kids club. say. As the kids say. Our secret club that, that we tell everyone about. Shh, the it's secret a, club. Shh, it's a secret. I know what you're asking. What the hell are you guys talking about? We stream live every Friday night on pride48.com. And what you're hearing now as the show in your podcast feed, we've actually been talking for quite a while, for about an hour. For about been, five hours. We've, we've been already talking been to talking the chat room. We've been talking about other things. And Daniel all of that has been stuff. killing his, his partner. <laughs> apparently, apparently I've... <laughs> I was screaming at my partner in a, in a, in a rage. Uh, that's what they heard over the microphone. You know, you can hear all of that stuff because we put that pre-show and the post-show. We put them on our behind the scenes special club feed. It's called level 13 and it's absolutely totally 100% free to join with a caveat. It's free to join. It doesn't cost you anything. But we do ask that you help us promote the show. So when you join Level 13 by sending us an email saying, hey, I would like to join, that's all you have to do. That's literally all you have to do. But what we will ask you to do in return is like, hey, join our Discord so you can chat with us all the time and ask us any questions or like chat with the other people that are in Level 13. It's it's cool. But then I, there's a, another channel on that Discord where I post the promotions for the show. When the show posts on the feed, I make a little Twitter post and a Facebook post. I'm like, hey, just go click on these, retweet them, and you're good. You're golden. And you get days of extra content, Adam. Days of it. There's the, there's the Mix Minus pre-show, which is seven and a half hours. Uh, we start recording this at, what, like 11 a.m. on Friday, I think, is when we start recording. We take a break for lunch, and then uh, we keep recording in the afternoon. It, it's a very exhaustive it's, process. Very exhaustive uh, process. I actually feel either good or bad for Scott because I'm not sure what his preference would be because the level 13 content for that. So Elvis, <laughs> you mean that is, darn Elvis? Yes. yes. That one. Yes. It's like a five minute pre-show and a seven minute post-show. <laughs> I think. And that, I, all right, I don't a, know the, whether you're neglecting your friendship with, with Scott. Yeah, Scott, or just, uh, Scott, if, Scott barely tolerates me. He does not like to talk to me at all so it's like he he just wants it done he's like you can hear it in his voice he's like w will you shut the fuck can we start the goddamn show already i i just i just want to show up say my lines and leave that's all i want that's all i want to do uh you're just a you know a, an inconvenient vessel to to those ends an inconvenient vessel you know, inconvenient, inconvenient vessel, vessel was my stripper that name. That was the name in of my autobiography in the in the in the eighties. An inconvenient, inconvenient vessel, vessel. <laughs> the Daniel Brewer story. Well, so there you go, level thirteen. Speaking of Scott or Anti Vera Charles, yeah. I think a lot. No, in in fairness, though, I think a lot of it has to do with we do an evening show where I'm drinking and smoking and 
heavily. <laughs> and it's fun because it's even, you know, I'm done with work. We don't have anything. When I re- record his show, it's during the day so that he he's doing it while Drew's still at work so that when Drew's done with work, he's free to spend time with him. So we, it's an earlier in the day experience without so much drinking and smoking. Speaking of uh, drinking, Antibira Charles, speaking or of drinking, Scott, smoking, what? what Scott is what? in the chat room right now, yes. and he says, "Adam, if you start the stream and then stop it, it helps with kegels. But if it happens all by itself, it's old age prostate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought kegels would help with old age kegels, prostate. Yes, yes, kegels, kegel. Yes. He spelled it kegels. Anyway, we have a chat room that joins us." <laughs> On Friday evenings. Yes. Over at pride48.com. Pride48.com. You guys can join us as well around 10 p.m. Eastern on Friday evenings. No, not around. Not around, Adam. At 10 p.m. I I am never late. You are hanging out. You are hanging out earlier than that. I usually start playing music on Discord 15 minutes before and chatting with people waiting for you. And we say horrible things about you that that we don't record. Yeah, I'm sure. But in the chat room, we've got Antivir Charles. We've got the executive producer of the show, Cyclone. Mm-hmm. And we've got Ed Chan. Mm-hmm. We had Scott the Seder earlier. He had to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. We did some lovely ASMR soothing. <laughs> we did. We helped him follow sleep. him. Yeah. You can hear all service. of that if you join level 13. That's right. That is my bit. I'm done. I know I did that early as well, but we're just getting it all out of the way. We Daniel. are getting and it also, all out of the way. We should mention we 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 failed to mention that a level thirteen member, Kathy Bacon, is so into level thirteen that she says, "Hey, if you join level thirteen before December first, that's all you have to do is if you join level thirteen before December first, you're eligible for a drawing that she's going to give away all the coins found in her couch, which at last count was forty five bucks, right?" I think it's up to 52. Oh, 52. That's that's a dollar for every week of the year. So, yeah, you could win 50 bucks at least for Christmas. Hey, that that's good. So, so do that. All right, I think we've we've beat <laughs> we've beat this horse enough. Adam, people like myself listen yes. to a lot of different podcasts. And one of the uh-huh. podcasts that's in my daily rotation is The Geeky Gay, which is yeah. a solo show that you do five days a week. And yes. you were talking this week. It was all the buzz. Let me just say this. It and was all the buzz. It was all the buzz on social media was, <laughs> was it? how much money do you think Adam is going to spend? Because on your show, in case- Was for it those really? Of you, for those of you who I... don't listen, on The Geeky Gay this week, Adam said- He's going to hire a company to come out and make his house That's right. look like professional Christmas lights. Yes. He's renting. These are leased lights. Like they yeah. come out, they do the whole thing, but you don't own the lights and then they take them away. So, and uh-huh. he's like on the geeky gay, he's like, you don't want to know how much money that is. <laughs> you don't understand the interest out there, Adam. We all want to know I don't, how much in level 12, which is a behind the scenes club that you're not a member of, or we talk no. about you. Yeah. That was all the rave. That was like, uh, how much money do you think? Do you think it was more than 10,000? Do you think he spent more than $10,000 on lights? There's a, so, there's a wager going on in that, Adam. And I desperately need to know as your friend, as your pal. Well, I didn't know if I was going to give a number, but I, I need to know, Adam. 
we uh first of all i saw nothing on social media talking about the amount that i'm spending so i think you're bullshitting but it was unless- a topic of conversation between other people who know and love you that was not written it was it was a, or it was on the archer after show the people oh, that were okay. on well, the archer not, game, that's yeah. not social media so so what i really wanted to discuss I might give a rough estimate of how much I'm spending, but that was not the point Adam, of that I, card in the Trello. I need to know. I well, need to know. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> I'll bleep uh, it out. I'll bleep it out. So <laughs> I'll bleep it out. I, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, but the the main reason that I have this on the Trello, yes, is all right. So as with a lot of stories that I tell on this show, I want to get your opinion. <laughs> I value your opinion, unless you're wrong. And yes. the thing is, one thing that I've had a problem with in, in relationships in life is when I want to buy something and I feel like I have the money to buy it. Yes. And my partner doesn't necessarily think it's the best usage of money. Yes. My, my initial thought process is... Well, fine. I'm going to buy it. Don't worry about it. It's not going to affect you. It'll be my money. Yes. You know. Yes. I'll do it. But in relationships, the other person tends to, and I'll just say it, it's mostly Mark. Really? Couldn't have. Uh, I didn't. It's mostly. <laughs> so he is more responsible with his money than I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. I will. But you know what? I can afford to be a little irresponsible with my money. I'm. I, you know, I, I save a lot. I have stocks. I have all of this stuff and I have some extra money lying around. You're trying to convince me? You're trying to convince yourself? No, I mean, I know. Okay. I know I can. Okay. Well, I, I, mean, I don't think I anyone's disagreeing. No. no one is disagreeing <laughs> with you, Adam. I work hard and don't I even work really hard like all the money. I don't even really like my job all that much. And I work hard and I want mm-hmm. to be able to mm-hmm. spend stuff. So it. I understand that when you're a couple, that it becomes kind of a joint thing. It can. But there, there are all these different ways of handling money. So with, with Mark and I, we have a joint bank account that we both put money in. Yes. And that's what all the bills get paid out of. And any other money is my money. Correct. I that, mean, that in we, my we, mind. Yes. Zach and I have the same situation here. We we both have individual accounts that money goes into every paycheck, but the bulk of the paychecks go into the joint account, which is pays for everything. But it leaves us both money. So that way you're not it's mainly due to laziness on my part because I don't like I like don't write I said like. I don't write things down a lot, so I kind of have a running estimate in my head as, as to how much money is in an account. And I wouldn't want to like overspend just because somebody got gas or like, got food. so our personal accounts go for things like that for like gas and like lunch and things that, that are not just not joint money. And also, thank you very much. I'm sorry. I, I totally just ruined the feng shui of your story. Didn't I, Adam? No. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to edit all this out. Just no. pick, pick up from where you left off. Oh, no, you didn't. Why? Because I didn't respond to what your comment. No, I just, I feel mad. That? I feel bad. I feel like no, I inserted myself no. into your story. No, you were agreeing with me and I like I was to agreeing be agreed with, with. I, you so and you. So you guys have a joint account and then you have personal so, accounts and I'm assuming yeah, yeah. that these lights or whatever it is, 
whatever big purchase, hypothetical big purchase you're talking about, you have enough in your personal account to cover it. So you don't need the other person to care or, 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 or sign off on it. Yes, but he is paying for it, (laughs) but (laughs) that's because it, I could, but that's another discussion where if it's something for the house, he doesn't want me to do that. Like he doesn't want me to just go, fine, I want to do this thing. I will pay. Right. He doesn't like that either. He's like, it's a household expense and, uh, you know, and he wants to do the lights. So, and we didn't get in a fight or anything like that. But what I'm saying is in general, this has been a little bit of just a, a little bit of a, you know, when you have a little stone in your shoe mm-hmm. and there's a little irritation on the back of your mm-hmm. heel. Yes. That's always been a little, we didn't get in a fight. There was no yelling like you did with Zach earlier. <laughs> it was just... It's just a little bit of we, so we were yelling because he's up here in his office and I was downstairs in the kitchen and okay. I was asking I mean, about a a very what, important beverage question was shouted across the house. Whatever you want to call it, it's it's fine. We don't live so, in an apartment, so we don't have to worry about you know like disturbing the neighbors <laughs> by shouting across the house. So, and he loves Christmas. So we were, but he's a lot more frugal than I am. And you know what? We balance each other out in some ways and. It's probably not a bad thing because maybe one day I'll blow too much money and then I'll wish I hadn't. So maybe he, it's good to have him there as kind of the angel on my shoulder. Maybe. So we're having a discussion about these lights and he says to me, <laughs> coming out of my mouth, this sounds like I'm being ridiculous. <laughs> it it kind of does. Now go, ahead, go, no, go ahead. No, no. So I, he, it's important. Because, this is an important part of the process, Adam. Because there's no... Because there's no, there was no fight. This is all internal dialogue on my on my part. Plus, as what as I, many what, of your arguments are, Adam, many of your what? arguments are you arguing with a voice inside your head. So he says to me today, I had found this company. I only called one company. Yes, I only called one. I googled it. I they had a nice looking website. Are the, is there a lot of competition for people to lease lights at the holiday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. And uh, so I called them and I had talked to my stepdad because my stepdad and my mom had done this a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. And I remembered kind of what he told me that they paid. So we, we had a meeting. I was cool. We had a meeting today on Zoom. The guy showed us a design. He gave us options. He said you could do just the roof uh, edge. Mm-hmm. You can add the roof ridges to give you some more 3D effect. We can do different colors. He showed us. Each of those things that he added, he showed us visually. He had taken a picture of the front of our house. Yes. And. He superimposed these over him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they have an app yeah. that does this. I'm sure they do. So. It probably does everything except one. <laughs> does everything except one function, one vital except, function. I'm sorry. I'm talking about stuff that was in the pre-show. That Go was ahead. Go in ahead. the pre-show, yeah. So anyway, and everything has a price associated with it. So I, I really loved it. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. I, was, I said, so let us talk about it. And then would, would you email us each one of these individual pictures of the various stages and tell us what the cost would be? We'll discuss it. And then we will um, email you back. Mm-hmm. And so Mark and I started discussing it. And Mark says, well, could you just for me, just, you know, just for me. Could you call another company? Yes. And just get a quote. 
Yes. Just you know, because I just want to make sure we're not getting scammed because this Correct. is a lot of money. And, and there was no fight. I, I want to reiterate again. There was no fight. But I said, <laughs> I said, well, I want to do this. And I don't think we have time to call another company because look how long it took. It took a week for us to get this estimate. Mm-hmm. And we're getting close to Christmas here. Mm-hmm. And I would like to do this. And he's like, well, if you want to do it, go ahead. Okay. But I think we should get a, so there was no argument, but, and then in my mind, I'm thinking, well, man, if I didn't have to worry about pl- pleasing my partner, I would just pay them and, you know, <laughs> then it would be, it would be no big deal. I, if it was a bad decision, it would be a bad decision. I need, and, I need to know, Adam, I need to know how much money we're talking it's about It's not here. that much money. It's okay. really not that much money. All right. Money. Didn't, didn't tell me how much was it. Well, so let me, so let me tell you the, the option that you want to do the option, yeah, not, not the top and the bottom or, or maybe well, that I'll tell, tell you, the right, top you know and the what, bottom. Here, that will make you more comfortable. Just tell us what the lowest price was that they quoted you and the highest price. And then you don't have to say, oh, we're going with the well, highest one or whatever. Like well, the, no, that, I'll, that'll give you some, some I'll money. give you a couple of different data points. Okay. So, uh, one of the companies that I looked at, I thought you only has looked at on one their company. website. I thought you only looked at website. one. No, you I only said called you only, one. Oh, I only called call. one. Afterwards, I he said, "Would you call Steve and just make sure he's cool with the number?" So I called Steve, my stepdad. Oh, okay. And he said, "He said, yeah, that sounds like a reasonable number to me, based on when we had ours done." He said, "You may want to call another company." I'm like, "No, <laughs> don't say that." <laughs> Luckily, he wasn't on speakerphone. So then. <laughs> So then I looked at, I just Googled another company and they had on their site, our prices range anywhere from $500 all the way up to $18,000. We've done a house that was $18,000. That's a very big spread. And You know, I mean, that was probably a mansion or something, but, or maybe it was like a mall. Was it in Woodland Hills? Was it in Woodland Hills, California? So, I mean, I just wanted to give you guys that range to start with. Okay. So, they said, <laughs> Cyclone says 18K is for dancing lights. Mm-hmm. So, they said, you no, know, those are, those are the lights with the dancing 18, water. It's just like the, the lights that are under a, a fake they, pond that has They the build water, the Bellagio so. fountain exactly. in front of your home for $18,000. They should. Okay. So, the, the, bottom, the bottom quote that we got was four seventy five. Okay, $475. And that was just for the roof edge. So not the ridges, just right. the edge. Just the edge. Just the edge. The max that we got was 1900 Okay. You were making this sound like it was going to be like three no, or four. It's, no, it's not. And what we finally decided on, and I thought this was very frugal of us, should I say, um, we only went with the roof and uh, so the edge and the ridge lines of the roof. And we also paid extra to have them hang a 42 inch wreath, a lit wreath. And those three things added up and they gave us a 10% discount because it's a little late in the season. Yes. So all of that was about $950. Okay. So that was it. So we paid and they're coming out. They couldn't get it. They couldn't get to so us what, until November thirty. So what's 30th. the total? Nine fifty. Nine fifty. Yeah. How did how did you get down from nineteen hundred? I was I blanked out on the whole thing because Vera was leaving the chat room and was saying good night. I'm sorry. 
Uh, sorry, I, you know what? You've already explained it. I'll just I'll have to listen in editing. No, sure well, I can be. quickly I can quickly do it. So there were different there were different levels. There was the edge of the roof, right? The that was one problem. Oh yeah, and that then was, you went with a wreath. And so then, you went with you went with the edge, the sides, and the wreath. The edge, the roof ridge, the ridge, and and, the and wreath. a wreath. But then they had other stuff like we could have done lights around the window. They had a garland wrapping around the columns in front of our house with lights on them. They had um, uh, lights on the little stands around the flower beds. That was another option. So if you added all that stuff up, it was 1900. Okay. So I thought, so what we decided is we really liked the garland and the lights wrapped around the, the columns. But no, no, no. But we thought we could do that ourselves. We couldn't hang the wreath. Well, we could, but it's so high up there above the garage that Mm -hmm. we don't have a ladder that high. And again, another reason why I don't want to get on the roof. So we we paid for all the things that are too high up for us to do. And then we may go back and add like the garland around the whatever, because we can do that ourselves. Okay. So, but the bottom line is I, it is inconvenient to have a partner... When you you feel like you can afford something, but then the partner feels like, and you're like, yeah, but it's mine. <laughs> like I, I'm just I'm I'm just it's digging my weird own grave. to me. It no no, but you bring up something that's it's weird that couples can talk about sexual things. They can talk about uh, family things. They can talk about re- really personal and intimate things, like. Oh my God, I, I, can you take a look at this? What the hell is this on my back? You know, it's like, you can have those kind of conversations, but for some reason, I don't know if it's an American thing or not. When you talk about money, it gets really awkward. It's, it's really hard to have a conversation with your partner about money. If you're not nor- used to having those kind of conversations, like I, we had to like establish that framework because in at least my last couple of relationships, I have out earned the the other person by a significant amount. And well, I mean, he and I, he makes. I know, good money. I know. But what he I'm I'm just trying to say that so that is a, a discussion point of like you know we can have a joint account, we can do that. But I'm telling you that you know more more attention needs to be paid to my bills than to you know the the goal here isn't for me to just pay for all of your your debts that you came into the relationship with. Right. Yeah. That, that's not my, my goal is not that. So the bulk, bulk of the money needs to go towards my bills because I'm putting in the bulk of the money. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And we don't, and it's, like it's, I said, just a, it's we, a weird thing to talk about, but you, we you have to, it's, we don't argue. And like I said, we have a joint account and all of the bills get paid out of that. And none of that is a problem. And we never argue about money or fight about it. But there are uncomfortable situations where he feels that I'm being irresponsible (laughs) or there might be a more responsible way to handle my money. I would have said, you know what, how I would have handled it, because if you honestly believe that there's not enough time to call another company, then you can always say something like, you know what, what do you think a good price is? What do you think? A, a comfortable price for paying for lights is, and you pay half of that figure, whatever it is that yeah. you think is a good number, you pay half of that and I'll make up the difference because it's too late for us to get another estimate in here. And I really want to get going on this. And if that means that I'm going to pay a couple hundred bucks, then I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll pay a couple hundred, yeah. a couple hundred extra he, bucks. 
He wanted to pay for it because uh, we have a spreadsheet of things we've paid for for the house, and he's behind right now. Ah. So he wanted he wanted to like catch up so that we're even with like what we've paid. Well, in I, in his defense, this is not something for the house because you don't own it. True. Yeah. So I mean, we're just, this is this is a lease. He wants he wants to pay for it. But uh, well, rental. I mean, but in general, and again, we don't we don't argue about it. We don't fight. Well, I mean, he and I never really fight, but we don't we don't argue about it. But um, there are situations where it becomes uncomfortable for me because. For instance, the landscaping and hot tub and things of that nature, I would rather just, if I have the money to buy something, I would rather just say... Yeah. I don't think your landscaping I'm, and hot tub stuff is a money issue. It's a matter of you can't get a hot tub or a landscaper. Well, no, that's true. I can't get anyone to come out. But yeah, so, I, so the, you know, and I, I'm going to buy it, it, it. That's it. Our so executive producer is you, is saying something about a roller coaster. Did you see that article in the paper this past week that someone built a replica of the Matterhorn in their backyard during the no, the whole COVID thing? I did not see that. So there was some talk on the level 13 boards about that that maybe you should think about doing that. Maybe build you a could roller get coaster? Yeah, maybe you could get someone to build it since you can't hire a landscaper and you can't hire a hot tub, maybe you should see if someone's willing to build a roller coaster in your backyard. I, I had some steam behind it and then I kind of fell off the wagon and so I haven't I haven't called anyone else and now I've waited too late. I mean the main thing that we need is the patio which is going to involve pouring concrete which it's going to get too cold really quickly for that. See, and we're, so, we're we're waiting for it to get a little bit cooler to do our patio because we're actually doing it ourselves so we're putting the pavers down the you know digging the whole thing putting the pavers down. Have fun with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I look. I, I'm not lazy. I, you know, Again, I, I, you're no, having no, no. an argument with that voice in your head. I, I understand. I, I never said I understand, you're lazy. But I just want to tell everyone I'm not lazy. But I feel like I do a janky job at things. And now that we own the house, I want to pay professionals to do things. I don't want to try to pour my that's, own patio. I don't, that's perfectly fine. Because I, I have done I it like, before, and I feel I, like I'll screw it up. I don't feel you know? that I will screw it. I've done it before, and I. I've done it for other, you know, with other friends at their houses. So I, I feel reasonably competent in doing it, which is the reason that we're going to do it. That's the reason I want to pay for these lights, because I feel like I've had sucky, crappy Christmas lights my entire life. You know what? I was thinking and when I you were want... talking about that the other day, I was thinking about this. It is 2020. There are a lot of options for lights now that you just didn't have even five years ago, those LED strips that are perfectly straight that you can put up against the, you know, the EV of your house so that there's no, you know, it's perfectly straight or whatever. It's like that, that's now super easy to do. Well, maybe I'll research that at some point, but I, I'm just like, you know what we've got. Sorry. I said like, I, I just said to myself, self, it's a brand new house. You're in a fairly nice neighborhood. Everybody else is going to have nice lights. Okay. Splurge. All right. So I have a topic up here. Yes. I don't know why I put your picture on it. Sorry. I know. I I, now I feel like I have to remove your picture from that card so that I'm, yeah, there we go. Now, by all means, remove my picture. Nobody, nobody can see this, but this is the, the Trello board that we use to organize the show topics. And I had inadvertently put Adam's icon on a story that was mine. Sorry. But I'm like mittens. I want to make sure that we have equal topics on the board. Yes. 
<laughs> and with that extra one, it made him a head. And that's, we uh, also, you know what? We also need to buy a Christmas tree. Uh, you know what, Adam, I'm about, don't, don't try to take my topic from me. We, <laughs> here's the thing. Both you and I are in the same boat here. We're both in new houses. Yeah. I, we were going to do Christmas last year, but we got into a major automobile accident on December 7th and it kind of, kind of destroyed. We bought the house in November. You, guys, you had to have room for your hospital beds yeah. in the living room. It's like we, we bought the IV house in November, bags. like mid November. And we had just moved into the house. We still had boxes and we're like, oh, what are we going to do for Christmas? And we were thinking about at least putting a tree or something up. And then the automobile accident happened and you're like, nope, nope. We're not, we're not doing that. All right. So here's my question. Uh What, what is a, what is an acceptable price for a tree? Because I have, we have 16 foot ceilings in our living room. And so I I could put in a 12 foot tree. I could put in, you know, a a 14 foot tree, but I don't know that I want to put in a 14 foot tree, but what, what's your thoughts on it? I feel like a small tree, like an eight foot tree is just going to look dwarfed Well, by the size of the wall. That there is such a big range there. And so I don't have a good answer for you because I haven't done that research yet for myself. You can go to Lowe's or Home Depot or Walmart or any of those big box sort of retailer sort of stores and you can get a 1200 1200 you can get a 12 foot tree for probably pre-lit for probably two or three hundred dollars but then you know those are not those are probably medium quality so you could probably pay a couple of thousand dollars for a 12 or 14 foot tree as well that's i don't know what What would you do what would you do if you had a 16 foot ceiling and the focal point is along a very tall wall. Like it's along the wall that goes up to the 16 feet. So it's like, oh, I would probably do 12 feet. Okay. 10, 10 to 12 is what I, but as far as price, I mean, it really just depends. Cause I think you could go anywhere from 250 all the way up to $5,000. Just Well, yeah. If I, get. if I wanted to get a pre-decorated one from the Met or something, yeah, it's going to be whatever. But no, I was just, I don't. I'm like much like mittens. I'm very frugal. I sounds like you guys should. <laughs> you hit it off. Build our own tree. Uh, Zach and I are going to build our own tree this year. Um, no, I mean I I would be fine with like as long as it's under a thousand. I think I'd be fine with it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean you can get like I said you can get a twelve I, ten because it's not tree it's not like for, you would just use it one year. Like we would use it next no. year and the year after and. At Home Depot or Walmart or Lowe's right now, I guarantee you can get a 10 to 12 foot tree for less than $500. I guarantee you. Pre-lit. All right. One Um, that that looks decent? I think so. Yeah. I mean, the thing about those is, I mean, what's your definition of looks decent? They they all look like artificial trees. It's not like they're going to look like, but it's more about how you decorate it. Than anything I, else. The thing I, I like to do to fine. get the smell into the house is that I will put a big wreath up, a, a live wreath, like a big live uh, wreath up on the wall because the cats can't get into it, but it gives you that nice Christmas tree smell. And it kind of fools you when you look at our tree because you're like going like, oh, well, it smells real. It must be real. Like, even though they're not realizing that the smell is coming from the wreath. Well, I'm, this is going to make me sound very, I can't think of the word, but I'm allergic to pine and cedar and oh. evergreen like all of that i'm allergic and so my 
I, uh, my eyes will itch and stuff like that. So you're so allergic I don't... to wood, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Has this problem gotten and... worse as you've gotten older? <laughs> Do you find yourself more allergic to wood uh, as you've gotten older? Well, you know, as I've gotten older, I don't have as much wood in my face. Oh, okay. So generally, the problem doesn't arrive arise quite as much. Okay. And the wood that I live around, you know, I've kind of gotten used to that wood, so <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't really affect my. But no, it's more it's more sense that I'm allergic to. So even those. So Cyclone in the chat room has put a picture of one of those. Tree air, air scented freshener air freshener yes. things that you put those in those things will make my eyes itch, my nose run, all this kind of stuff. If I get in a car with one of those, it's so more so than a real tree. If I bought some of that spray, like pine scented spray or whatever, that would that would make me sneeze and and do all kinds of things. So anyway, I don't know if I gave you any help, but I would I would go for ten to twelve feet. All right. So what size are you? What how tall are your ceilings, and what are you going for? They're around 15 feet, my ceiling. And I was thinking 10 to 12 for us. I don't think they're 16. We just measured them the other day, and I can't remember. I think it was 15. Yeah, we're not going to have enough ornaments for a 12-foot tree. But I did come up with this brilliant thought that... They sell it, ornaments at the store. But I'm not going to buy enough for a 12-foot tree. I Here's my thought, Adam. If we go to Michael's and get some foam, uh huh, like... I can make little foam circles and then we can put some of our favorite Disney pins on them so that they can uh-huh. be on the tree. So like a little, like stick the pins on them. You can also pop some popcorn and string it with some thread. I, I don't want to do you that. <laughs> my cats will be eating the damn stuff. You don't understand, Adam. They, it's like the favorite food of my youngest cat is tomatoes. She's really, really weird. And I hear you don't like tomatoes. So I do not. I cannot stand them. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be a thing that you'd have around the house. That you're. That you're. I had this really cool idea. This is why we use Trello, is so that we can capture thoughts and put them up on the board. And my problem is, is that sometimes during the day I'll have these great thoughts and I think, oh, I need to put it on the Trello, and then I forget to put it on the Trello. So I had a really cool idea. So do you need a Trello? To remind you to put things on the Trello? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. All right. Now I remember what it was. All right. Have you ever listened to the Glenn Beck show? No. Isn't, isn't Glenn Beck one of those kind of off his rocker, super conservative conspiracy theory kind yes. of person? Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah, he no, is. no. I, he, I don't. Yes. That was him. Yes. Okay. I don't really, I don't really uh, subject myself to that normally. Are you looking for a particular clip? Or? I was. I was trying to look for the. Uh, so the, all right. So Glenn Beck is an insane conservative radio host, and he started. Well, he didn't start out here, but he at early in his career before he became a national name, he was here in Tampa doing AM radio at our local AM station. Uh, he had the afternoon show. And as a younger person, I was fascinated with radio. Like I was, I listened to talk radio and I, I, I followed radio and it's, you know, that was one of those things. It was, it was some, an area that really interested me. And Glenn Beck, although I disagree with everything he does, everything he says, I pretty much disagree with. He has a innate talent for doing radio stuff 
because he started his career when he was like 13. When like he was 13, he was like on a morning radio show. And so he's like literally been doing radio his entire life. Okay. And he does this really- So he doesn't, for instance, he doesn't say like every other word. He does not. But the more okay. important thing that he does is he manages his breaks flawlessly. And it's one of those, there'll be a, a backing playing, like some music playing and whatever. And then he'll like finish his big important thought right at the point that it's like, you're listening to the Glenn Breck program, right? He's just, you know, he's just like, and the liberals are trying to kill everyone and they're just not going to get away with it, I swear. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program. It's like, you know, he's got the... He's isn't got that kind of what I do? I'm not claiming to be an expert, but isn't that what I strive no, to but do I, as yeah, well? Yeah, so what you strive to do, and I strive to do uh, as well, but what I'm saying is that he does this daily and it's fascinating to watch when you're interested in the machinations of of how things are done uh, that's there's a word for that in radio and i can't remember what it is but there's a yeah not a word a fr- there's a way to describe someone who is able to time their what they're saying right. to the and i can't think of what it is it's, so but it's on the tip of you, my tongue if you get where i'm going with this adam is it's it's time for us now to go to a break and i was like thinking today I know I said, I hit the wrong button. Uh, I was thinking today, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we kind of did a music bed-ish kind of a thing and had a standard outro, like a standard, you know, like you're you're, you're listening to Mix Mind, you know, kind of like one of those things as the music Uh ended and whatnot. Yeah. There you go. It's more fun to do that stuff live than it is. You could just add that in and post. No, I mean, we could do it live, but we would have to create it. We'd have to create the music bed. Well, you were going to buy those, that package that had those sounds in it. I wasn't going to buy it. I was showing you where I was at. You you brought it up because you said, you said to yourself, self, self, Adam is the irresponsible person when it comes to money. (laughs) We've already established. And he will go buy this. Already established that Mittens and I are on the same page here. So, uh, yeah. How's Zach? What, What is Zach like? Uh, it's hard to say. You know what, Adam? No. Let's take a break. Three, two, one. Contact is the secret, is the moment. When everything happens, contact is the answer, is the reason that everything happens, contact. Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show, the show, the the show, (laughs) the part of the show where we read your emails and play your voicemails that you might have sent to us. Dear God, why is it so difficult to speak this evening? You know, if Glenn Beck were here, he would have done this. He would have done that perfectly. Would have done it perfectly. We did not get any emails this week, Adam, but we did get a voicemail. Would you like to hear it? I would. All right. I would love to hear it. Let's listen to it now, shall we? Count the votes. Count the votes. Count the votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it? (laughs) Well, that is going to be a really short segment. (laughs) It's not it. It's not it. It's it. (laughs) I, I would. 
was like, okay, well, I could probably get away with just playing it on the website. No. Oh, no, no, there's. Yeah, no, can't because it just it stops. A tra- let's try this again, shall we? Adam, let's listen Count to it. Count the votes. <laughs> Count the votes. Count the votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Count the votes. Except don't count the illegal ones because we know there's already been four million of those. But listen, Daniel, Adam, serious question. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've been showing lots of footage of these poor little workers counting the um, votes. By the way, did you notice he said Daniel and Adam? See, I got to go first in that one. Oh, good, good. These envelopes and whatever. And Mm -hmm. number one. Yes. Uh, in Crazy Ask America, where you can like have one like ballot drop off point for like a million people. He's saying, wait, like, wait, he's saying like it? a lot. Can you pause it? Yeah, he's saying like Scotty. a lot. Scotty. <laughs> we don't say like on this show. <laughs> Let's continue on. Vote at. Uh, well, surely they're understaffed for the people counting as well, right? Uh-huh. Number two question. Yes. Um, why the hell are these ballot papers so huge? I'm watching them <laughs> open them and they're like, they're almost like an A3 sheet of paper. I don't get it. Like, mm-hmm, isn't mm-hmm. it a simple little few tick boxes? Mm-hmm. One, vote for sexist pig who grabs pussies and wants to like date his daughter. Mm-hmm. Two, vote for someone on the verge of death, but is a good guy. Three, I don't know. Are there any other people in the race? Uh, we didn't hear about it. So why this massive form? Okay, this is Scotty. Bye. Well, thank you so much, Scotty. I, I, I don't know a lot about Australian elections, so I don't know if they actually have elections for single things, like like for single races or what. Uh, the reason that the ballots are so large, Scotty, is because we're not just voting for president. We're also voting for state senators, state congress people, local district people, uh, sometimes dog catchers, sometimes mayors, sometimes uh, city council people, sometimes school boards. Some, there's a lot, and then on top of that, there's constitutional amendments and uh, all kinds of crazy there's, things that are on there. That oh, they have what to do print. they call them? Yeah, they have to print the entire text of the amendment. Referendums. Yeah, referendum. What do they call them? Yeah. Where it's some we're going to raise taxes on, yeah, you know, yeah. something to pay for something, and right. those are local, of course, or state. Yeah, but yeah, so that's all why Scotty is because yeah. all of these things are put on. Yeah, propositions. Thank you, our executive producer has told us propositions. Propositions. I'm I'm just hearing in my ear here propositions. Um, so yeah, that a lot of these ballots that there it's not just the presidential race yeah if it was a presidential race it would be a very small ballot but like and that's kind of the other irony that we don't talk about a lot is on the one hand count the votes on the other hand don't count the votes that they don't want to count but do count the ones that they do want to count also they're not pitching a fit about anything else on the ballot it's like they're happily accepting all of the Senate wins that they're getting on these ballots, but they're somehow angry about the presidential piece of that ballot, as if just that one tiny piece of the ballot was somehow forged. Daniel, that's because 
they saw someone putting in a bunch of ballots that literally just had votes for president and nothing else. Oh, just, all the ones yeah. that were filled out for Senate were fine. Oh, all they were of those fine. were good. Even though the numbers match up to what, to the numbers that were uh, cast for president. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it's, it's insane and it's not worth talking about because the people that believe those things are insane. Anyway, anyway, thank you so much, Scotty. We appreciate your voicemail. If you would like to contact us, you may do so. Contact at mixminuspodcast.com is our email address and you can go to, on your browser, you can go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and just start talking. Start re- Well, I mean, you have to hit a button. Click first. the button. <laughs> I mean, you could go there and start talking, but if you want us to hear you, you click the button and then you start talking. And, uh, did I make enough? I think it made sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I Although think that, I when, think that when you guys call in or, or leave a voicemail, don't say quite as many likes as Scotty did. All right, Adam. Yes. So Zach and I went to animal kingdom. Uh huh. I think last, last weekend after the show, it, it was a spur of the moment trip. Did you socially distance? You, are required to not only socially distance, but to wear a mask at all times at Disney property. So yes, we did socially distance. Do you know that there is a show? Mark wasn't all that interested in it, so I stopped watching it. But there's a show on Disney Plus. Yes. about Where they have a behind the scenes of, of all Animal the Kingdom. vets. Yes, at Animal Kingdom. At Animal Kingdom. Yes. I watched one where they needed to trim the hooves of the giraffe. Yes. And they spent days trying to get this giraffe to put his foot up on this little pillow. Yes. So you've watched the show? I have seen the show. And one of the things that we did when we were at Animal Kingdom this past week, we were doing another one of the animation experience things. And this time we drew uh, Crush and Squirt. I think I actually I think it, even, I posted the artwork on the Level 13 Discord so people could see it over there in Level 13. I was going to say, I saw it somewhere. Yeah. But outside of that, there's a petting zoo over there, which is closed at the moment because of social distancing. Although the animals are still inside the petting zoo, you can see them run, roaming around in there. And there's a couple of cast members out there that will talk to you. So we were near the fence of the petting zoo and they were talking about all of the animals that they had there. Most of them come from different rescues, like different places that where they have problems, like the pig has a, a really bad hip condition that if it was a working pig, they would have just killed it because, you know, but Disney can afford to run MRIs on it all the time. And, a and working pig? You know, like a pig. In a, what in does a, a working pig do? It provides bacon. I don't think, okay. <laughs> I don't think, because you could talk about like a, uh, you can talk about a donkey or something like that mm-hmm. that pulls a plow. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. People normally have tractors. Yes. But you could talk about a horse yes. that pulls a buggy yes. or a carriage or something. But I don't, I don't, I've never thought of a pig as being a working pig. Well, okay. Then kind of a, maybe that was an inelegant way of saying, because uh, a, a, a pig you have to raise to the point that it's big and fat enough for you to slaughter. Yes. So it's not like you, the pig's born, you, you sell it and you, you get your, your money, that sweet, sweet bacon money, right? You have to, have you ever, (laughs) have you ever seen the pictures of what a chicken used to look like versus what it looks like now? (laughs) 
the size of the chicken. Chickens were like tiny little pigeon-sized birds. And the chicken industry has so genetically modified them oh or God. something uh-huh. that they're the si- they're huge now. They can't even hold up their own breasts <laughs> because they wanted to have big breasted chickens. It's 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 so, funny because 60% of American males can't hold up their own breast either. Anyway, Adam, the point that I was trying to make is that we were at Animal Kingdom and we felt very safe. We we felt very safe because we were socially distanced and we were wearing masks. And it, like I've, I've told you before numerous times on this program, everything we do at a theme park is outside. We don't eat inside. We eat outside. We, uh, you know, uh, they have the queues set up now so that they're not inside as much. And so it, it's one, and they clean it. Anyway, I feel very safe at Disney. And just today, just today on Twitter, there was like this whole big thread of people like, I don't know why people need to go to theme parks because there's a pandemic on it. And it's like, and they they were all just very, very angry about it. Yes. I need to know, Adam, because this show, I like to ask your opinion on things in my life. I need to know, Adam. That's what I, that's my shtick. I like to ask you opinions. (laughs) Am I... Am I wrong in this? Because I mean, we're going to Epcot on Monday. Like we took Monday off to go to Epcot. It's like, are we being irresponsible people by doing this? Or are we being responsible and doing limited activities that are outside socially distanced and following guidelines so that we're not just cooped up in the house? Like we're, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what well, is, I the, don't... what do you think, Adam? Am I being irresponsible or am I? <laughs> being responsible i do not want to put it in those terms daniel because i don't want it to be are you being a dumbass or are you not i don't i don't want to put it in those terms however i would not personally i do not feel that it is a wise or responsible decision to go to a theme park at the moment and what that is, that is, it's outside, but you are still putting yourself in a situation where you could be around groups of people. And I don't know, I haven't been there, so I don't know how far apart all these people are, but you're coming into contact with many more people than you would at home. Okay. And I, I am still of the opinion, especially because things are, rising so much right now the rates of COVID are going back up yes that the only place that i really want to go and i'm a bit of a hypocrite because we did go to ikea so Mm -hmm. take that for what it is we did go to a store that was not necessary but we like to try to only go to the grocery store and home that's it okay but i'm not calling you out or anything i'm saying me personally i would not go to a theme park so if we do go on vacation i I mean if we do go on vacation yes we will go to a cabin or something i I get that in the woods i get that (laughs) i think i think also there there's a disconnect because theme parks are such a generic term and people have different usages of their 
not usages, they, they have different concepts of what it means to spend a day at a theme park. Because people who don't regularly go to theme parks, people who don't live right next to them and go there all the time, think, oh, when I go to a theme park, I get there in the morning, I ride as many rides as I possibly can, which means waiting in lines with, with a bunch of people all day long. And then, you know, I, and when the park closes and they kick me out, I leave, right? Because I need to get my money's worth because they're expensive and I need to get When you live next to a theme park and you have an annual pass, we, our use case, our use case of theme parks is vastly different. We sometimes don't ride rides at all. We're just there for food and walking around shopping or you know, window shopping or looking at, you know, people or, or, or something. It's like the food and wine festival is going on now. So a lot of this trip on Monday is just to go and have food from some of these outdoor booths at the food and wine festival. Um, because that's something that we can do during the pandemic, right? It's like, oh, well, they're outside booths and we, there's tables outside that we can eat and everyone's wearing a mask and that's all enforced. And so, yeah, that, that seems like a safe thing to do. Yeah, but I, that's, I, but I, I but I I understand that when people say, "Oh my God, I could never go to a theme park during this," I get that they have a different usage model of theme parks. Like they they're there for a different reason than we are because we don't pay the hundred and something dollars to get in the gate every time. So to us, if we go to a theme park and we don't ride a ride, that's not a big deal. Is we we're just there for the atmosphere because we can go there any day. I and I. You know, I, I'm sure you can go to a theme park and maintain six feet away from people and wear your mask and keep yourself relatively safe. We're just in a we're we're in a state where governors are going to start shutting things back down and saying and basically they're no, saying I, I, know, I know stay home. So they're not saying, Oh, just make sure you're six feet away when you go to the theme park. Yeah. They're saying stay home. No, so I, I get that. That's I get just that. I get that, you know. but I also understand Disney's take on this whole thing because in the state of Florida, there are no restrictions on anything. Like, because Ron DeSantis is Donald Trump's butt buddy, like, we're in Florida, we don't even acknowledge that COVID exists, right? Everything is yeah. open here. Everything is. But Disney has maintained no, you're, the same safety standards are in place. Your, your temperature is checked when you get there. You, cannot be in the park without having an approved mask so you can't wear a neck gaiter or one with a vent in it or you have to be wearing a qualified mask over your nose and your mouth and if you don't have it over your nose and your mouth there are cast members every 12 feet that are going to ask you to put it on and after a couple of them ask you they'll ask you to leave the park i mean there's signs up that's like if you don't wear your mask correctly and consistently we will ask you to leave so the chat room has an opinion, what? but, uh, well, I mean, do, do what makes you feel comfortable. But me personally, I feel like it is more responsible to stay home. Okay. That that's my personal opinion. I feel like it's an acceptable risk that I'm willing to take at, at the same time. I, the only consequences to me getting sick are myself. Yeah. I, I don't, have coworkers that I'm around. I don't have family that I'm around. So it's like, I, I, you know, I don't, I would not get anyone else sick other than Zach, but I don't think we're going to get sick because I, I like I said, I feel very, I feel, I feel safer at Disney than I do at Publix because Publix people Could wear be. those shitty neck gaiters and they don't wear them correctly. And there's people that just flat out don't wear masks and the, the employees aren't going to say anything to them. 
I, I live in a glass house. I can't throw stones. I went to Ikea. But there you go. Okay. Well, this was a cheery conversation. This is yeah. a, a cheery conversation. We should have those more often. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will you ask? It is the Mix Minus news game. Adam, you had a look of uh, consternation on your face there. Were you not prepared for the news game? That, that No, I don't think it had anything to do with that. I was looking at, I am prepared, but I was okay, looking great. at this. There's a picture of Joe Biden here. And I was thinking, man, he looks old in this picture. <laughs> it's a buyer's remorse. All of a sudden. Anyway, this no, is the segment no. of the show. Let me, let me finish that. This is the segment of the show, Adam, where you, Adam, read me questions from the New York Times news quiz, which is published every Friday at nytimes.com if you want to play along. Just head over to nytimes.com type in news quiz and you can find it. There are 11 questions on the official news quiz. Adam is going to choose about five of them to ask me. And then as an extra, extra, that's my that's my Phil Kagan voice, by the way. Extra? Extra. My extra special, Adam has a Trivial Pursuit card pulled from the Genus 4 collection that he's going to pull out. He's going to whip it out, ladies and gentlemen. And he's going to read me all the categories on that card. I'll tell you right now, I will not get the sports one, which is, makes Adam very happy. Adam, what is the first question on the news quiz this evening? All right, Daniel. Uh, the first one is, which Trump administration official, when asked about preparations for a transfer of power, said, quote, there will be a smooth transition to a second Trump 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 administration. That would be Mike Pompeo, Adam. Mike Pompeo. That is correct. We all know what he said. So we don't even. What a douche. What a dumbass. What a douche. (laughs) Although I have to say, and I don't even know her name. I just want to call everyone who is, is a press secretary for Donald Trump, Kellyanne Conway. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she was even a press secretary. She was not. No, Kellyanne Conway is not a press secretary. But she is the one that goes used to go on all the news networks and yes. spout lies for him. But the current one, whatever her name is. I, Ashley. She, she said, Jennifer. Jennifer uh, some blonde. It's a very blonde headed name. She said, I don't want to stereotype is anyone. Is it Kaylee? But I think it's Kaylee. Maybe. It, it could be that. That's a very Republican sounding name. Uh, so we, so today or yesterday, she said on some news, CNN or somewhere, she said, well, of course, Trump's going to be at his own inauguration. <laughs> they asked, they asked, so do you think Trump will, President Trump will go to the inauguration? Do you think we can expect him to go to the inauguration? And she says, well, yes, of course, he has to be at his own inauguration, yeah, right? He's, they're they're like, insane. Oh, my God. These people are insane. So, all right. Now, question number two. Which country brokered an agreement to end the war in Nagorno-Karabakh? Oh, my God. I, I probably butchered that. <laughs> you know what? If but, you did, I won't know because I don't. <laughs> what are the choices? I have no idea about this one. Um, well, we know that I mispronounced the name of other countries such as Armenia. So I'm not sure if I'm going to get these names correct, but I'll, I'll do my best. 
Yes. Iran, Russia, Saudi Arabia, or Turkey. And what was the name of the city that got pressurized? What what happened to it? Nagorno Karabakh. It's KH. I'm not really sure. It was which country brokered an agreement to end the war? Oh. In Nagorno Karabakh. I'm going to I'm going to go with Russia cuz that just sounds very Russian. Huh. Look at that. Sweet. That is correct. That oh, totally look at that. I pulled that out <laughs> look of my at, ass. Look at that. Armenia and Azerbaijan signed a Russian brokered deal to end the war in Nagorno-Karabakh, uh-huh. a remote mountainous region that was a mostly Armenian population, mm-hmm. <laughs> but fell without the Soviet-drawn borders of Azerbaijan. You know, I knew a guy. From Azerbaijan? Uh, he was a missionary in Azerbaijan. I don't okay, think he great. was there. All right. Number three. Number new... three, Adam. A new study which used cell phone mobility data from 10 U.S. cities provides more precise estimates for how much each kind of indoor venue contributed to urban coronavirus outbreaks. According to this research, which type of indoor space is riskiest to visit in terms of new infections? Probably churches, but I don't know what the choices are. So t- tell is me what... A? Epcot. B, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, just kidding. Um, restaurants, mm-hmm. coffee shops, mm-hmm. gyms, mm-hmm. or Ikea. No, hotels. I'm going to say gyms because people are not only breathing hard, but they're also like sweating on equipment and leaving like, you know, sweat molecules behind and whatnot. So I'm, I'm going to say gyms. <sighs> That is incorrect, Daniel. Restaurants were by far the riskiest places. That would have been my choice, too. About four times. I mean, my choice number two, not my choice also. Like, I would have chosen that second. They're about four times riskier than gyms or coffee shops. See, now that statement right there. Followed by hotels. All right, that statement right there leads to one of those issues that where I can see that there are misunderstandings between people because when I hear them say restaurants are the most risky place in my head, I'm thinking, Oh, they're talking about inside restaurant dining rooms. They're talking about going to Chili's and sitting at a Chili's and eating there for an hour or an hour and a half with nobody wearing a mask and everybody laughing and, and, you know, shouting. Yeah. But we both know that, we still eat at restaurants. You and I both still eat at restaurants, either getting the food at a drive through or going and picking it up or having it delivered. And so I feel like the fact that you don't have to categorize that, the, the fact that you don't have to say, oh, when I say restaurants, I mean inside restaurant eating. I think I feel like everyone just knows what they mean because it's obvious. And that's how sometimes I feel about theme park stuff where I'm like, wait, what is your... Maybe you just don't understand what a theme park is. It's a big outside park. I mean, it's like it's in the outside. Not to belabor this topic, which you seem to want to do. (laughs) But in California, they haven't even reopened Disney. So there are places. Right. Which I believe is a mistake. I believe it is a mistake. Moving on. Okay. Yeah. You brought it up. You brought it up. All right. Number four. Number four. The penultimate question, Adam. The penultimate 
question on the news. Alex first. Trebek, who died this week after yeah. a battle with pancreatic cancer, surpassed this TV personality to claim the record for hosting the most episodes of a single game show. And Daniel, I just want to tell you before you answer, just so you don't get it incorrect, it is not Big Fatty. <laughs> just so, that, just so we're I was, all clear. That was the answer that I was going to give too. Uh, it's not Big Fatty. Well, don't, I, I know that. Fatty likes to think. Very appreciated. That all he right. has done more episodes than anybody else in the world. What are but, my choices? Because I can think of a lot of game show hosts that like Wink Martindale did a lot of shows, but so, what, what's my choices here? This is kind of cute because the answers that they have here are... Who is Bob Barker? <laughs> Who is Monty Hall? Uh-huh. Who is Regis Philbin? Or who is Chuck Woolery? I feel like it's between Regis and Chuck Woolery. And what was the, what's the record that I'm looking for here? What's the exact record that I'm looking for? Uh, he surpassed the record. Hosted of- the most episodes of a single game show. <gasps> Ah, single. Then that would have to be Bob Barker because Bob Barker was on the air since like I was two years old until the time that I was like a hundred. So I'm going to say Bob Barker. Nope. Nope. Adam. Nope. I'm going to say who is Bob Barker. That's correct. Sweet. Bob Barker. In 2014, Mr. A long time ago, Mr. Trebek surpassed Mr. Barker and his 6,828th episodes of The Price is Right. To claim the record for hosting the most episodes of a single game show. Well, I mean, the reason that Alex passed him was because Bob Barker retired <laughs> and Drew Carey Mr. took over. Mr. Trebek, who died last Sunday at age 80, hosted more than 8,000 episodes of wow. Jeopardy. Wow. So. That's a lot. There you go. All right. Number five. The it's the final question of the news quiz. It's the final question. Which company became the first to conduct a human test of Hyperloop technology? Is it the boring company? What's it, what, are, what are my choices? Amtrak, Boeing Company, Transpod, or Virgin? I have not heard of <laughs> Transpod before. In fact, the only choices that I've heard of were Amtrak and Virgin. And you haven't been a virgin for many, many years. I have years, not so. been a virgin for many years. Um, no, but I don't feel like Amtrak's not doing Hyperloop stuff. So maybe Virgin because it's in Europe and they do really small stuff over there because they're tiny. That's, that's I don't know. That's my answer. Remind me what that was, Virgin? Virgin. Okay, let's... Uh... Yes, that is correct. Virgin Hyperloop became the first company to conduct a human test of Hyperloop technology last Sunday at its 500-meter test track in the desert north of Las Vegas. See, I think I heard this on the Daily Tech News show, but I missed what company they were talking about because it quickly devolved into a conversation of like, well, I wouldn't want to ride a Hyperloop because how will you social distance in a little pod? And I was just like... You were... You said what? That was it. That was... I was... That's how it stuck in my head. I thought I thought I made that clear. Clearly, I did not. All right, Adam. Uh, Uh, Well, on this portion of the quiz, you got four out of five correct. 
Four out of five, which is an amazing score. And so Adam, in order to make me look bad, uh, has now decided, no, I'm going to tack on more random questions so that your average will go way, way down. Adam, what is the what is the first question on the trivial? Do we have a minute? Do we have a minute? Oh, shit. God We We need damn. a minute. God damn. God damn. You should have just found something and I put know, it in the old but I didn't, I didn't like the one that we had last time. And... Uh, I didn't like the fact that it kind of just ended instead of like, you know, ending in an explosion or something like that. It's like a minute to win it timer version nine. All right, let's go. Let's go with this. The game begins in three, two, one. Go. What's the only 100% Christian nation on earth? Uh, Sweden. Vatican City. Who was who has been portrayed by Blair Brown, Jacqueline Smith, Robin Curtis, Jodie Farber, Mary Chris Wall, Rhoda Griffiths, and Juanan Clay? Rosa Park. Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. What type of bomb sparked the use of the term thermonuclear war in the Cold War? Uh, hydrogen bomb. That is correct. What three terms are represented in Newton's second law of motion, F equals MA? Uh, Force equals mass and acceleration? That's correct. How many holes are in the original wiffle ball? 36. Eight. And lastly, who said the one word that sums up a vice president's responsibilities is, quote, to Uh, be prepared? I'm sorry, I cannot finish the question. What was the what was the last question? Um, who said the one word that sums up a vice president's responsibilities is quote to be prepared? Scar. Be prepared. No, it's uh, Dan Quayle. Oh. So you got two. You got two out of five. Two out of five. So you're uh, six out of ten. Six out of ten in order to bring that day. to 60%, which is, uh, that's pretty much a, that's a solid A. All right, Adam, uh, it's the news quiz, the quiz, the section where you ask me questions and I guess. Adam. Yes, Daniel. Uh, we have an executive producer on this show. As you well know, his name is Cyclone. He uh, provides us with just all kinds of uh, helpful behind the scene things that, uh, that you folks don't see. But what you do hear from every week from uh, Cyclone is this report that he sends over from the Mix Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. These are things that happened either in this week or specifically on November 13th of some year in the past. Well, it's the date that we record. It's not also, always November why did 13th. we, did we, we've gone this long in the show without even acknowledging the fact that today was Friday the 13th? Oh, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Uh, today, the 13th of November is National Hug a Musician Day. Oh, Mark should have hugged me. He should have. Yeah. I am a musician, in That's fact. right. Uh, let's see. When was it? 20th century musicians strove to represent the world of the way perceived it. I had no idea. All right. It's also World Kindness Day. I always say be kind to one another. It was first Bye-bye. introduced as a day of observation by the World Kindness Movement. World Kindness Day was first introduced. It doesn't say what year. It was uh, oh, 98, 1998. 
Uh, and this week in LGBTQ plus history, uh, the Republican White House callboy crack scandal. Do you remember this, Adam? I don't know. Uh, Republican don't know. lobbyist Craig Spence committed suicide after it was discovered that he gave secret tours of the White House to callboys and ran a male prostitution ring. No, I'm not sure I knew that. I'm not sure I heard of that one. <laughs> I've heard of preachers getting busted, having mm-hmm. sex with gay prostitutes. I've heard of senators, I believe, but I don't believe I've heard the one giving tours of the White House. Uh, found hidden in a false ceiling in the bathroom were seven small packets of Xanax, an anti-anxiety prescription, one pill removed, a black felt pin, no, black felt tip marker he had written on a mirror of his room. I don't know. It's crazy. In the White House or in his hotel room, in a hotel room? Uh, I, I, he's at the Ritz-Carlton. It's a hotel room. Okay. In 1940, Fantasia premiered. Now, I don't know if you were aware of this or not, Adam, but on, I hate Fantasia. I hate on it. On Zach and my YouTube channel where we had a little bit going there where we would watch Disney animated films and make a cocktail for them and then talk about the film. We skipped over Fantasia because I hated that film so much. So, yeah. I hate it as well. There's no dialogue. It's just that's right. music. Also, apparently it's Donald Duck's birthday. Oh. November nice. 13th might be Donald Duck's birthday. He celebrated his 50th birthday on this day in 1984, but we didn't hear anything about his 75th birthday, so we don't know. You know, there's all this back and forth about abortion, but for an animated character, what is actually the the first time that they can be considered alive? Is it the first stroke of the pen when they're drawn or is it? No, it would be their you know, first that, feature. Very... Like they're, they're, yeah, the first public performance. Not, In fact, it's, it's really such a bad joke. <laughs> You're not getting it at I'm all. Not. You just moved right past it. <laughs> okay, great. Let's move on. I was comparing to abortion where, you know, like. Oh, you, you, I see. You know, like when, when is, are they considered to be alive? The baby at conception or anyway, move, move right along. Move. I, I failed. <laughs> All right. Um, Adam, back in uh, on this week of some year, there was a number one box office movie at that time. I'm going to play you a theme song from a box office movie, and you're going to tell me which one it is uh, as soon as I bring it up. Okay. I'll tell you because I'm I'm really good. I'm really good at this. I'm. I don't know. I haven't counted, but I've gotten most of them correct. Most of them correct. All right, I'm going to play a song from the show, not the theme song. Merry Christmas, Mr. Grinch. Oh, God damn it. Oh, is it How the Grinch Stole Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) No, in fact, Adam, it is not. Oh, no. No, it was Dog Day Afternoon. But thank you for playing. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you for playing. Uh, yeah, I I didn't have, I should have pulled that pre-show, but I was listening to some, what was I listening to? I was listening to some really good I music. I think know. by the time you some, came along, I was listening to Wham. I don't know what it was. I, I didn't recognize it. But um, How the Grinch Sold Christmas was, was a box office hit in November 13th of 2000. November, uh, November uh, 13th of 95, Fantasy by Mariah Carey was uh, number one on the billboard, billboard charts. And in 90, November 13th of 90, Love Takes Time by Mariah Carey 
was number one. I don't like Love Takes Time. I love Fantasy. It's one of my favorite Mariah Carey songs. I, there you go. I disagree with you. I think Fantasy is one of Earth, Wind & Fire's greatest songs. Well, well, they can both be one of the greatest of that person. I didn't say on of this, all time. On November 13th, we would like to say a very happy birthday to Stella Hudgens. I, I was reading the chat room. I'm so sorry. No fucking clue who Stella Hudgens is. But uh, Jimmy Kimmel turned 53 and Whoopi Goldberg turned 65. Oh, oh happy Alda. birthday, Jimmy Kimmel and Guinan. Alda Nova. Alda Nova turned 65. Do you know who Alda Nova is? I don't. It reminds me of Alden. His, he had a one hit. He was a one hit wonder. He had a song called Fantasy. Oh. It's just Look a at that. fantasy. Yeah, you know, if I if I play it for you, I guarantee you you've you've, you've heard it. I, I almost said I guarantee you that you probably heard it, but that that's kind of contradictory. Aldo Nova Fantasy. You so, know, if you bump Aldo Nova together, mm-hmm. it it's spells a- Alden, Alden with Alden some Ova. other stuff added on the end. Alden Ova. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard of this song. Let me get let me get. Yes. It it sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, city lights. That like that. City lights. I mean, maybe it sounds like any of those kind of hair metal. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's, it's very 80s. Yeah, it's very 80s. Yeah. Yeah. That was Alda Nova. So he turned, how old did he turn? 64. 64 years old for Alda Nova. Uh, let's see, Chris Noth, that he was in The Good Wife, right? He was Peter, yes. Petr- Peter Petrelli? I believe he was also on Sex in the City. I believe he played Mr. Big. Oh yeah, he did. He did indeed. Uh, uh, Gerard Butler turned 51. And Joe Montagna, or however you say his name, yes. was in Criminal Minds. And he turned 73. Excellent. Uh, also, Gary Marshall's birthday was November 13th. He died in 2016. Um, and he, Now, did, I wish I could show this picture. Are you looking at the, at the packet? I am. There is a, a copy of the cover of the Weekly World News from November 14th, 1995. And the headline, the big, big point headline is 900 pound man and two foot six inch woman have a baby. Yeah. And this is supposed to be a picture of the happy couple, the two foot six yes. inch woman and the 900 pound man. Now, in any universe, does that look like a man's head? On, on it looks like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> well, it looks kind of like a lesbian. It's like that. That's me. not even a man. And, and and the heads are so obviously photoshopped. <laughs> but do you? I do, can you? I believe that's called a fupa. When your when your stomach hangs down over your over your everything else. Yes, when it hangs down over your groinal area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Is that, is that what a FUPA is? Is that what it's called? Do we have a definition of FUPA? Does anyone have a... Uh, oh, there we go. From our executive producer, it's the fat upper, fat upper pelvic area. 
I just think when you're when you're that when you're that size man and you're that size woman, I I don't see how those two things work together. Those people don't exist. Those people are like clearly just a photoshopped weird family there. That's uh, uh, the one other thing that I noticed about this weekly world news is the back page of it, or, or like at least one of the middle pages is included in this PDF. Look at how many fucking psychic ads there are. It's like Walter Mercado, the Latoya Jackson Psychic Network, Angelica Angelica's Psychic Hotline, the Seventh Child Psychic Hotline. Somebody Latoya Jackson had a psychic network. <laughs> Apparently, in 1995, she had a. a, a it's like Pamela's Psychic Pollution a Solution, not Pollution. Uh, Mrs. Dean, famous psychic astrologist, famous psychic astrologer. Do you think any of them are still alive? I think well, Walter, isn't Walter Mercado still, or was it just that? Someone, well, Latoya's still alive. Oh, well, there you go. Isn't she? I, that's that's a good it's a good question. Our chat room says that Latoya is indeed alive. Um, yeah. The TV Guide covers in 1955. Uh, this week, Liberace was on the cover of the TV Guide. Nice. Do you, Do yeah. you think he's attractive? This is a younger Liberace. <sighs> He's the first, the first TV guide. The one right. that says 1955? Yes. No, I don't find him attractive. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Kiss My Grits, Flo, was on the cover in 1980. Uh, Diana and Charles in 1985. And Oprah was on the cover in 95. Yeah. Nice. There's also Grey's Anatomy in 2005. But Grey's Anatomy had already been on the air like, a decade by the time <laughs> 2005 hadn't it isn't it's, Grey's Anatomy like the longest while. running medical procedure ever in the history of the world like haven't this, entire hospital systems like been created and failed and and uh, replaced in that time maybe does uh there's only well no that's not true there there are a few original characters left so gray is still left is still left the main character and then there are a couple of doctors who were there originally. Bailey. I think, I think the only episode of Grey's Anatomy that I've ever seen, and I can't even call it seen because I, I only saw a piece of it, but it was a patient as an adult that had been a patient as a child. And the footage that they used in the episode was the actual actress when she was a child on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, <laughs> and she I is don't now remember that, adult. but I've, I've seen every season. Oh, wow. Yeah, every that's season that's we still we still watch it. Yeah. Oh. So it's not off the air. No. All still right. on. Uh there you go, Adam. That's that's all of our our our, our bric-a-brac, our miscellaneous that we have right there. And uh so it's up to you, Adam, to close out the show. <laughs> well, this is a really really short one, but we started working out again. <sighs> and <laughs> like those of us who listen to the geeky gay don't already know we hear you complain about it every day well i didn't i don't believe i said this on geeky gay so we're working out and oh my gosh first of all i think peanut i was under the impression that i could do anything if i could do p90x because it was for a time the hardest workout on the face of the planet they he tony horton went to the marines and what he went literally and did boot camp type stuff with the Marines and had them doing P90X. And it's very hard. 
We started doing one called the 21 Day Fix. We're on day three. Day three and of 21. Yeah, and yesterday, yesterday we were we were in the middle of doing it. We, we were doing these squats. Why? Oh, dear God. Why do you always have to do squats? They hurt so bad. You talked about and this on the Geeky Gay. Your, your stomach seized up and mitten stomach seized up and... Well, yeah, but that's, I don't believe I said what I'm about to say oh, okay. on, on Geeky Gay. And then you shat your pants. So we were This is the wrong this. show for that, Adam. You need to call Big Fatty on Chart Week and, and tell the story there. And I'm, and I'm huffing and puffing and making noises and stuff because it's painful. It is really hurting really mm-hmm. bad, these squats that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And Mark looks over it. He's just concerned and he says, are you okay? Are you, are you all right? And I said, No! <laughs> I mean, like that. I yelled at him. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I had to apologize <laughs> multiple mm-hmm. times. No, I'm not s- fucking upset about the goddamn stupid squats. <laughs> and, and then today he says, he says, uh, you know, uh, he says, I don't want to say anything to you. You get so angry. He said, I don't understand. You used to love working out when we first started dating. And I said, no, I didn't. I went to the gym alone. You weren't with me. And I yelled at the walls and stuff when, when no one was there. I've always hated working out. It's I've never been happy when I was working out. I don't know I that I would trust anyone it. that likes working out. I And I felt bad because I, I didn't mean to. It just It just came out. I didn't mean to yell at him. It just I was in a lot of pain. It it's kind of like it's kind of like when a woman's having a baby and <laughs> the husband's there. You're gonna well, compare no. it to, to childbirth, huh? I'm saying a similar feeling. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so. Contact at mixmindspodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail. Just head with your browsing device over to. Uh, Mix voicemail dot mix minus podcast dot com. I I'm still thinking about the <laughs> the cramping and the uh, the screaming at four mittens there. That that's really sad. Adam, you know what? we do this every Friday night, ten p.m. Eastern time yes. on Pride Forty Eight dot com. So come and join us. Come and join us next week. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll yell at you. You know, if I were uh, if I were Glenn Beck, <laughs> yes. famous famous radio host. We know you had 15 seconds. Oh my God. <laughs> if I if I were Glenn Beck, Daniel, famous radio host who's been doing it since he was 13, I would make sure that at the end of the podcast, I hit the post. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>